whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland, and today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 8, Hashtag I Regret Nothing. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Google summary? Yes. Uh, Lola's friends are not there for her. If Tristan makes it to the play, will Miles' indiscretions be revealed? Maya's obsession with death is getting out of control. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. I feel like the Lola plot description is focused on the wrong part, but (laughs) otherwise, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, they aren't there for her, but that's not really, I don't know, maybe they didn't want the description to say Lola gets an abortion. Yeah, I don't know. It does give it away. True. (laughs) Very true. Um, and the episode title, hashtag I regret nothing, uh, Lola does not regret getting an abortion, which she feels conflicted about. And I thought that that was a really interesting way to, just an interesting story to tell, because we've had a couple abortion slash pregnancy storylines on the show, and we haven't really totally done this before. No, I I loved this, honestly. Yeah. I think that this is such an important story to tell, and it, it's yeah. not something we've seen on Degrassi, and honestly, it's not something I've seen on most media. That's very true. Like, I feel like yeah. abortion on TV and in movies is always very... Tragic. Tragic and sad, and it's not to say that, like, you can't feel sad and you shouldn't feel sad, but there are other ways to feel about it, and I mean, just, like, I know personally... That I like, I've always felt exactly how Lola feels in the event that I ever did get pregnant, which I haven't. Bless yeah. uh, my lucky stars, etc. But I've always <laughs> like, I've always had like no doubts, no question about it. I don't, I don't think I would feel guilty. I'd just feel relieved, you know. I mean, maybe I'd feel yeah. a little sad, but. And I have a couple friends who feel the same way that I do, and a couple friends who, you know, just like had their feelings and you know everyone like processes it differently yeah but it's not something that you see a lot in media except for obvious child which is great oh yeah 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 i forgot about that movie like it's such a complicated conflicting emotional thing but there's just yeah it's this is like the first time other than obvious child that i've seen like a narrative especially aimed at teenagers where it's like i did this i don't feel guilty or bad about it I had I don't no regret it. exactly. I yeah, like I there was there was no. I know other... I did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like I'm trying to think back at what the Manny abortion plot was because I mean it was definitely more dramatic. It was definitely more of like a thing, and I think there was definitely still some like there was definitely guilt surrounding it. But I think I it feel was like guilt from other people. Like, I don't... Exactly. I feel like we, was, with the Manny thing... very judged. Yeah, I feel like with the Manny thing, we didn't even really get to explore how she felt, because it was so much about how Craig felt, how Emma felt, how everyone else felt. Because everyone yeah, was, like, guilt-tripping her. 
Yeah, and like initially she wasn't going to get an abortion and she and Craig were like, we're doing this. But then it became like apparent, like, no, we cannot. And and I feel like we never really talked about it again after that episode because we definitely didn't. It was just like, oh, we're not talking about it. because that episode so easily lifted out because I didn't see that episode until much later because it was it was notoriously not aired in the U.S. until way later. And oh, like, I'll never forget the George Bush era. And you never would have known that it even had happened because like they really didn't revisit it after it happened, which was also kind of, which was also strange. <laughs> and it was like, all right, we did that. Now let's move on. We're never speaking of it again. Yeah. Which also kind of added to like the shameful connotation of abortion. Be, like the fact that they're like, oh, well, we don't talk about that. We're not talking about that anymore. So, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I think they did a really good job with this plot for Lola. Totally agree. Oh, we haven't even started talking about the episode yet. So yeah, let's jump into the episode. Um, so we're in the bathroom and Lola is in the stall taking a pregnancy test when and Frankie and Shay are like outside of the stall talking about it and they're like totally just like gossiping about her as if she is not there they're like whispering but i'm like you're not whispering like like you're in you're You're the only three people in a bathroom that echoes and you're still trying to whisper like everyone's gonna hear you what are you doing exactly no i was like what the that's they're honestly i've said it before i'll say it again all three of them are kind of crappy friends to each other (laughs) truly you know and yeah and it's kind of like their like immaturity only gets like explains this so far where it's like at by this point aren't they like juniors now like yeah they should be i don't know i feel like they should be better friends to each other by now like they've been through enough shit to be like like they every time they have issues it's like stemming from the same thing of like not knowing how to like be there for each other and also being a little bit judgy of one another like that's kind of always what the issue is and it just it just keeps like repeating and I'm like nobody's learning their lessons here um but yeah, I literally wrote down oh my god Frankie and Shay need to stop whispering um poor Lola is just and- like trying to change the subject and like talk about other things She's poor Lola who's in the stall waiting for the timer to run out to see if she is pregnant. And meanwhile, Frankie and Shay are like, oh, my God, I wonder who the father is. Like, I can't believe this happened. Like, being so annoying. And then uh, to the point that when Lola comes out of the stall, she tells them that the test is negative when it is not negative because she doesn't want to hear any more of their bullshit. Yeah, how is she supposed to trust them after that, you know? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So why are they having that conversation now? I don't know. Do it when she's not around. Like, teenage girls are going to gossip. I get that. Like, you know, I'm not... Fucking 28-year-old, 29... We gossip about people getting pregnant now. Oh, but like, I was, we don't do I mean, I was, gonna, I was literally just going to say, I was like, <laughs> I love to gossip. But also, there is a time and a place. And that exactly. time and place is brunch. Not in the bathroom when your friend is literally taking the pregnancy test and can overhear you. Like, what are we doing? Um, 
But yeah, so that's like the opening scene. And then uh, also like I the- just I just as a person who when I'm talking about like someone in therapy, I have to like constantly check my phone to make sure I didn't accidentally call them. I cannot imagine talking shit you about do that someone all the time. I know. Even when we're at brunch, you're like, wait, let me make sure my phone is off or like locked or something. I'm like, there's no way that your phone is going to accidentally call someone when it's like in your purse. But okay. (laughs) I mean, listen, it could happen. Has it ever happened to you? To me? No. (laughs) I think it happened to my mom once. Okay, but user error. You're, it's your mom. <laughs> that is extremely fair. But yeah, like I cannot imagine just like the audacity to no. talk shit while your friend is next yeah. to you in an echoey bathroom. It's ridiculous. Come on. Um, but then we're in the office with Maya and Simpson and her guidance counselor. I think her mom is there too. And she's getting in trouble for the worrying photos of her look like on the steps with the rose petals. And I'm like, oh, good. We are revisiting this because a teacher definitely caught her and we need to have a discussion. Thank Um, God. And she keeps calling it an art project. I'm like, is it, though? Is this art? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that. And we learn that, like, her grades have dropped, and, like, we already know that she's been skipping class a ton. This is, like, kind of an intervention. They're even considering, like, the option of her transferring to a different school. But she doesn't want that. Like, I mean, it also doesn't make sense. Like, it's her senior year. Her transferring now would be kind of ridiculous. All of their solutions are terrible. Like, their only solution to this entire thing is transfer schools which what is that going to accomplish she's still going to be herself like your problems are going to follow you wherever you go (laughs) exactly you cannot move away from your problems um and also and then like at the end of this conversation she's like i'll try harder and they're like cool problem solved yeah and they're like we just want the old maya back and i'm like the old maya is not here anymore like She's dead, if I want to paraphrase that Taylor Swift song. I was going to say. The old old Maya can't come to the phone now. Why? Because she's dead. Like, she is a different person. And her trying to pretend like her old self, like, pre-bus crash is just, it's not going to happen. And it's not, I don't think it's a productive thing to try to do. It's like, let's address the problems that she's having now and see how we can help her through what's going on right now. But no, it's like, um, you're not acting like you used to, but in but if you do, then maybe you'll be better. It's like this it just doesn't seem like anyone is trying to like actually figure out what's going on with her because it's uncomfortable and they just like wanna make it better easily and it's all it's just all terrible <laughs> advice. Totally. I don't know. But yeah, so then do we wanna do fashion? I really didn't take that many. But I did come across my first note. I have one L- note. Lola's blue fishnet shirt. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Not great. Um, I have Lola's bow necklace from the opening scene I really liked. I really liked Maya's, like, kind of olive, olive-y green button-up skirt and black tank top look with, like, boots. I thought that whole ensemble was very cute. Yeah, I I like most of her looks now. My her looks this season are very good. That's those that's those are the only two notes I have though. 
it was not really clocking a lot of looks this episode. Yeah, me neither. Um, but anyway, then we are back with Lola. She's awkwardly, I think we're in the hallway. She's awkwardly asking Miles for a ride downtown, but he's like, um, I can't. I have the play. And she's not, like, telling him why she needs a ride. And she's just very distracted. He, like, walks away. And then Yale comes up to her and is, like, trying to, like, get their history project stuff sorted out. She's like, have you done your thing that you need to do tonight or today or whatever? And Lola's, oh, sorry. That totally slipped my mind. Like, I haven't had time. I'll do it tomorrow. And she's like, um, the project is due tomorrow. What's going on? And Lola, like, kind of breaks down and, like, lets slip the abortion plan that she has. And Yale immediately is like, do you need someone to go with you? Which I thought was very nice. Very good on Yale. Yale is very cool sometimes. She's, I feel like yes. she's, she's very, like, high school feminist, which is very close oh, to, yeah. like, second wave feminism. <laughs> you know? Totally. Not yeah. exactly, um, like, super, um, you know, uh, femininity and sex positive, but, you know, at her core, right in ten. Yeah, at her core, yes, believes in women's rights. <laughs> but sometimes it's like, if it doesn't fit into her box of what she believes, uh, like, women, like, feminism looks like, then she gets a little... A little internalized misogyny comes out, but you know what? Yeah. Everyone's on a journey. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad that Lola told her because I think the, the whole thing was she was like, okay, so we'll work on it at lunch. And Lola's like, I can't at lunch. I can do it at lunch tomorrow. Right. And then she's like reaming her out basically for not being able to do anything at lunch. And she's like, so typical of you, blah, blah, blah. And Lola's like, I'm going to get an abortion. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, well, do you need someone to go with you? And it's like, all right, 180, great. They called an Uber. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, Lola then... taking the bus to her abortion is too upsetting to me. Oh, gosh, yes. I'm very glad that they took an Uber together. <laughs> um, but then we're with Grace, Jonah, and Maya. I think Maya, like, comes up to Grace in the hallway. And Grace is, like, pissed at her because of her, like, weird photo shoot and for basically just like not really being there at all this year she's been an extremely crappy friend yeah and like the suicide shoot like really rubbed her the wrong way obviously and Maya's like oh my like like I can't I think she's like uh I'm sorry like I haven't been there like life has been really hard right now and Grace like gets really pissed about that because she's like oh your life is hard right now I'm currently waiting for a lung transplant like and you don't know because you haven't been here and I just I don't want you in my life anymore which is fair I I fully I I fully understand that like I I totally get where Grace is coming from and my impulse is to like immediately be like yeah fuck you Maya but also we do have to keep in mind that Maya is like very clearly like going through some sort of mental illness. Exactly. I want yeah. so badly to just like be mad at Maya because <laughs> she's being an asshole. 
Yeah. Like, I want Grace and Jonah to be more compassionate because I know what Maya is going through. But at the same time, yeah. like, Grace is also, like, going through all of her own, like, severe shit that she really just needs to surround herself with people who are going to be there for her. And Maya has not been there for her. So it's like she can't know what she doesn't know also. And it's everyone is just like everyone is going through all of the things. And I just want everyone to have a support system. And it's it's just hard to watching this when, like, you know all of the things because you're a viewer. Um, but... Then we are at the hospital and Tristan is walking with a walker. It's very exciting. And he's like communicating by typing on a little computer thing. And he's made so much progress already. And he wants to go to Tristan's play, but they're not sure if he can go. And we're like trying to figure that out. That's kind of the scene. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I feel like he's making incredibly rapid progress. Oh, totally. (laughs) Especially because they weren't even sure if he was going to wake up. And also, isn't it like the longer you're in a coma, like the less, like the harder it is to like bounce back, for lack of a better term, from being in a coma. Like the longer you're in a coma, like the more, the harder it is to recover from that, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, But then we are with Lola and Yale. I don't... Are we in, like, the waiting room? I can't remember where we are. But uh, they're Lola's, outside the school. I think they are, like, waiting okay. for their Uber. Waiting for the Uber. And, like, Lola is basically... She's kind of defending herself uh, to Yale about, like, why she's getting an abortion. But, like, Yale didn't really, like, say anything. So it's kind of also, like, Lola trying to also, like, justify it to herself out loud. That's kind of, like... I can't remember exactly what she's saying, but she's like, I'm doing this because I need to do this. Like, I am in high school. Like, I can't handle this and I need to get an abortion. Like, that was like the tone, the vibe. I wonder. I can't remember exactly what she said. Yeah. I wonder if it's that, like if it's her talking herself into it, because she seems pretty set in her decision or if it's her like ready to be on the offensive. Yeah. That's also, yeah, totally. Like, before anyone can, like, throw the counter-arguments at her, it's she's just, like, getting it all out of the way. Yeah, and Yale, she's and, not necessarily, like, second-guessing her decision, but she, like, she's like, are you sure you've had enough time to think about this? You just found out, like, today or yesterday or yeah. whatever. And Lil's like, I've been thinking about this since I thought I might be pregnant, I am sure. Like, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Yale backs off, but she does. I mean, and I... I was like that could be kind of like um like I don't know like it it to me it it almost seems like Gail was being like are you sure maybe you can change your mind still but I I think she was just trying to be supportive and making sure that Lola had thought everything through yeah because I mean like it no matter what the decision is when you are pregnant like no matter where which way you go it is still a big choice no matter what that so it's like yeah like I just want to make sure that you've thought about it you've made an informed decision you're that you are happy with that works for you because it is a big deal whether you get an abortion or have do adoption or keep the baby or what have you it's like 
it's all big. It's all pretty big. Um, and also we find out that her dad doesn't know, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I, well, actually, no, that's not true. I was going to say everyone I, I know who got abortions at that age, their parents didn't know, but I think the moms always knew. I'm also like, I'm assuming it's fine for like, am I assuming you don't need like sign off from a parent if you're underage to do this? Uh, I don't know. I, it might be a state by state thing. That's true. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know. She's like 16, 17. But again, I don't know what it's like in Canada either. So yeah, I feel like Canada it- is more, um, less regulated than here. When true. It comes to that. True. And by regulated, maybe, I mean stick up their ass. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then we quickly check in with Zoe, and we find out that her mom hasn't said anything about catching or kissing Rasha. But I have a feeling we're gonna return to that later in a different episode yeah we've got too much but going on in this of, episode to deal with that i feel like it was similar to last episode when uh lola quickly was like did you know you had to wait this amount of time before you, you can take a pregnancy test it was like a it was kind of a throwaway line to be like we didn't forget about this but we're not going to tackle it this episode yeah type totally. of situation and Miles is asking for her help getting his play approved by the school so that Tristan can come and see it, or I guess. So she's going to read the script. And that's kind of like this entire conversation. Um, but then we're with Maya again. And I can't remember how Zig gets here, but she starts confiding in Zig about Grace and how she thinks she's failing everyone. And I thought it was, like, really nice that she and Zig were, like, sharing this scene. Because, we like, we really haven't seen Zig that much this season. And I thought, like, I'm glad that she had someone to talk to. And she said she's feeling sad and numb all the time. And she's, like, wishing she could go back to how things were before. Like, when they were together. And then she kisses him, which is not great. And she's he's like, I have a girlfriend. What are you doing? And then Esme comes up and is like, yeah, he does. And she's pissed. And then Maya, like, runs away. It ends in a very disastrous way. But before the kiss, I thought it was... I'm like, I was happy she was talking to Zig. Yeah, But also, too. I don't know if Zig's going to do anything after this because Maya kissed him. And he's like, oh, that was weird. Like, and I don't know. I'm like, can we see this as the cry for help that it is, please? And like, tell an adult? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Zig is a great confidant for Maya, but he's not exactly going to go see an adult about it. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. But then we are back with Lola, and she's talking to the doctor about the abortion. It's very informational, kind of like breaking down what's going to happen. And she signs the paper. It's happening. She's made her decision. And then, like, during the procedure, I thought it was really awesome that, like, the doctor was just, like, calmly talking her through like everything that was going to happen but also like 
easing the tension by like asking her about herself, asking her about school, helping her relax and to feel more comfortable and also to help kind of like take the pressure off because she asks like, have you ever had any other 16 year olds in here? And she, he's like, you're not even the first one today. This is completely normal. You are not alone. You're okay that you were doing this. Like, where you're in good hands. And I just thought it was a very nice scene about it just kind of took like this pressure and shame away from it. I, I love this great. doctor. This is like the doctor. Yeah. But this is the dream doctor. Best doctor ever. You yeah. want this doctor, honestly, not even just for an abortion. I want this doctor for like anything sensitive. Everything, Everything yeah. in the world. <laughs> anything sensitive, especially. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. And it, and there was no, like, are you sure? It was like, she signed the papers. We're doing it. It's happening. And now I'm going to calmly explain what's going on and also make you feel comfortable. And that's all. That's really all you can ask for. He was amazing. <laughs> um, but then we're back with Zoe and Miles. And Zoe says, like, the play is really good. But did you actually hook up with Lola? Because she can see through all of the real life inspirations. And she's like, are you sure you want Tristan to see this? Like, this is very transparent, Miles. <laughs> um, and then he's like, oh, no, are you sure? What's going on? I don't really remember how this scene resolves. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. She just like asks if he's sure that he wants Miles to see the play in this state. Tristan yeah. yeah oh yeah sorry my brain yeah um but then oh I also forgot a fashion note Lola wears this pink sweatshirt with like cute little patches on it that I really liked as well um but then we're with Lola oh it's like before they're doing their project I think Yell checks in with her and is like hey are you doing okay like are you good it's the next day and Lola's like yeah totally and then they're trying to do their project and like Yale's internet isn't working so she can't like cast her computer screen to the tv screen for their project and then I'm immediately like oh no 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 oh no 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 because then Lola's like oh I can just mirror it on my phone and I'm like girl make sure you know what's open on your phone before you mirror it on a screen full of class because then all of her abortion like googling pops up and it's more it's pretty mortifying and she like runs out of the class I oh I felt so bad I know as soon as this thing wasn't working I was like oh no oh no oh no I'm like was this necessary did we really need this to happen I don't uh gosh okay um, but then we are with Simpson and Miles and our, I don't can't remember if Grace and Jonah are there, but Simpson is worried about the play and about the content, uh, but he doesn't want to cancel it. He just wants to make a few small tweaks to make it more appropriate for high school and then they'll be in the business and we don't know what the tweaks are, but but Miles looks very disappointed. He's like, "Are you sure?" He's clearly having regrets about the changes that he made, which like, yeah, change it back to the original, you dum dum. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, because originally like, they okay. were like never ever gonna hook up. That was the point. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Also, it's like 
if we're still able to make tweaks at this point, like, we can go further, Miles. You can change it back. Like, it's not like... There's only, like, three actors in the entire play, right? Like, yeah, we can workshop it a little bit more. It's fine. Um, but then we are with Lola and Frankie and Shay. And poor Lola is just, like gone through this embarrassing thing and Frankie and Shay suck as friends and I oh, think worst. she, she I confronts hated them, them in this. she confronts them and is like I'm feeling very judged by you is that when this happens I don't know I just wrote poor Lola uh, Frankie and Shay suck as friends right now Lola feels so judged by them but then I, I hop to Maya I can't remember what happened so Lola's in the bathroom crying and they come in and they're like trying to be supportive they're like it's obviously a lie you would never do that blah 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 like no one's gonna believe that you actually got an abortion and even if they do we don't believe them and that's what matters like you would never like you would you you know you would never be able to do that and then uh, frankie says something uh, like uh, like at least not without talking to us and frankie says something about like it, it, she's like, it's basically killing a baby. And I was like, fuck you, Frankie. Uh, right, right, right. They're being terrible. Uh, poor Lola. And then, d- but does Lola, she's like, well, fuck you, I did. You suck as friends, bye. I can't remember what happens. She, I mean, but I feel like were, she tells them the truth. Yeah, I. she doesn't, she doesn't tell them the truth. She's just, like, upset. Not in this moment. And they're like, um... Oh God! What was it? Like they say something about like we're you know we're just we're we're trying to be supportive or something. And she's like, well, you're doing a great job, and like left or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we're with Maya. She's zoning out in the hallway. I'm very worried about her. She skipped class and is now like, sta- she's outside and she's like staring at the road, like imagining like running out into traffic but then Saad comes up to her and kind of snaps her out of it and he's wondering where why she's been avoiding him like and what she's been doing and she's like my mom doesn't want me to hang out with you because of like the scary photos we take and he's like oh I thought but I thought the photos were making you feel better and she's like they were making me feel something not necessarily better and I feel like I can't again I'm terrible I can't remember how the conversation ends but it's just like okay well this isn't great what's going what's gonna happen with this friendship now I don't know yeah she basically like friend breaks up with him and I and I feel for him because yeah he's this is like new to this country he thought he had made a friend he didn't really realize I don't think the full ramifications of what this photo shoot stuff was doing. I don't know. And like this is, I mean, I judge his photography a lot because it's high school photography and therefore bad. But like he's expressing himself. And I before I said it wasn't art, but that's because Maya annoyed me when she's like, it's an art project. And I was like, not for (laughs) you. It isn't. But this is like how he's expressing himself from like very real trauma that he went through. And I realized as I'm saying that, that I'm being a hypocrite, that Maya can't express herself in the same way. But no. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know. I just like, I feel bad for him because it was like, she was like his new friend and 
he didn't re- like he didn't know her before so he didn't realize that she was basically just like a shell of a person yeah like using him for his like dark sensibilities and photo talents yeah i know i feel bad for him also did you mention that she was like fantasizing about there was like a daydream sequence where she runs into the road or whatever yeah okay i talked about that sorry (laughs) there's a there's a puppy at my feet and it's chaos (laughs) i missed that part um yeah but then we're back with lola and she's talking to yale and this is when she talks about how like she didn't think getting an abortion was a difficult decision and now she feels bad for not feeling sad about it and Oh, yeah, they're, like, getting ready to film a video for their channel. And Yale is here with, like, I can't, I wrote Yale here with all the great advice, but I can't remember what she says. But she's basically, like, you shouldn't have to feel bad about it. Like, you made the right decision for you. And, like, if you want to talk about it, you should talk about it. And then they decide to make a video about it. And Lola talks about, like, Yesterday I was pregnant and now I'm not and this is my journey. And I'm sure it's a very cathartic experience for her and I'm proud of her for talking about it. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Um the only note that I have about what Yale says is she says a lot of women have abortions and feel no shame. Also, yeah. um it Lola makes a joke at the beginning that I liked that she was talking about how like Mr. Perino gave them or Yale was saying that Mr. Perino gave them an extra, like, day for the assignment or an extra couple days or something. And Lola goes, guess he's pro-choice. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> All right, Perino. Um, but, yes. But, yeah, then she she's going to make a video about it. Um, and then we're with Maya. She's deleting, like, all of the contacts in her phone, which is also extremely worrying. And Maya, she's just so lost. I wrote, Maya's so lost. Mrs. Matlin, please see this as a cry for help. Her mom comes into her room, and Maya basically just has a breakdown and is like, I can't go back to the way that I was. I'm so scared. I feel so empty. I feel so lost. And it's like, finally, her mom is kind of getting it. And she's like, well, call your old doctor. Like, we're going to get through this. And I'm like, why has she not been going to therapy this whole time? That's like, what she was I'm in a saying. bus crash. She was in a bus crash. Also, when did she stop going before? Like, oh my God. I, like uh, when her mom said, We'll know. call your old doctor, I screamed. Like, <laughs> I was like, No wonder. It's like, Of yeah. course, she is having an emotional crisis. You took her out of therapy for no reason. And then didn't put her back in after she was in a bus crash. (laughs) Like, what? And one of her close friends, or at least formerly close friends, was in a coma for, like, three months or whatever. Like, uh, okay, I don't know. Obviously, the guidance counselor was not cutting it. (laughs) But, okay. Anyway. um, Then we're back with Lola and Shay and Frankie and Lola. I think this is finally when Lola like confronts them about how goddamn judgy they were. Um, and they've seen her video and now they're like, just because it's not a decision that we would make doesn't mean we wouldn't support you. And they like kind of apologize to her. But I'm like, 
I don't know. I feel like they still, I'm like, I wouldn't forgive them so easily, I don't think. I mean, (laughs) I'm still like mad at them a little bit. They're like constantly doing fucked up shit to each other and like then like doing half apologies and being like, everything's forgiven. And then they like fight about the same thing like a year later. I feel like we've all been in friend groups like that. I know I have. (laughs) It's not amazing. Um, Oh, but then there's like a weird like. And then they're like walking down the hall and they're like, your video was great or something. And my and Miles, they walk by Miles and he doesn't know about the video. And then they talk about the abortion very like. It kind of it's just kind of like a drive-by reveal to Miles, and then they walk away, and he's like, "Uh, what happened?" And then the episode ends. It's like, "Oh, okay, awkward." I'm excited to see that response. I'm excited to see that conversation yeah. between Lola and Miles. As much as I don't like them as a relationship, and I I really liked them as a friendship. I'm, that I think that's why I'm I did so too. mad about them being a relationship. Although I do love this plot line a lot. I was so mad about them being in a relation or whatever they were. No situationship or whatever. (laughs) Yes. Because I really liked them as friends. I know. They were like a really good support system for each other. And then it got weird. Yeah. But I am looking forward to this conflict resolution between the two of them. I know. I'm wondering what they're going to do. Because it reminds me of the Sex and the City episode when Miranda gets pregnant. And then everyone's talking about, like, oh, have you ever gotten an abortion? And if you have, like, did you tell the guy about it? Like, what is your experience? And it's kind of, like, talking about, like, the morality around whether to tell the man if you've gotten an abortion. And, like, Carrie, like, lies to Aiden and says that she hasn't gotten one, but she has and she didn't tell. And it's, like, a whole – it's a very interesting subject to explore, so I'm wondering what way they're going to go with it. I don't know. Yeah. I loved that episode. I remember that one. I also like distinct, yeah. uh, like sometimes lines from shows will just like stick with me forever and I don't know why, but I distinctly remember Carrie admitting it to Aiden later and like telling the story and she was like, I was like, I, I think she said, she, she's like, I was like, I was 19 and I was so young and blah, blah, blah. And then like halfway through, she was like, okay, I'm lying again. I was 22. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, just, I just remember that being like, even in like telling the truth, like women feel so much shame that they have to lie. I feel like that's such a thing that women feel like they have to be like 15 and have no other options when it should just be like you should just be able to have an abortion because you don't feel equipped and or don't want to have a baby yeah like definitely i've been rewatching mad men and christina Hendricks in uh like there was that one episode where joan um is pregnant and she's gonna have an abortion and she's like older than everyone else there and like someone asks where like if what her daughter's name is who's like currently getting the procedure and she ends up leaving and keeping the baby because she feels so shameful so much shame i mean it was also like the 60s but i feel like women still feel that way i mean also in that show peggy like is pregnant and like fully like just hides it the whole time and is like or it doesn't even realize, right? Doesn't that happen? Yeah, in like she doesn't realize season? it. That is the most bonkers thing ever still to me. Yeah, in that show, like, I didn't know I was pregnant. Like, I'm like, how do you not know? 
you don't get a period for nine months and you probably feel like shit because you're pregnant. Like, what? Baffling. <laughs> How do you not know? How do you not know? That makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I digress. I'm interested to see, yeah, what the Miles response will be. Um, But that is the end of the episode. Do we have a ship? There weren't really any. I'm going to friendship Yale and Lola because they, I feel like they did some bonding. Yale was there for her. I'm here for it. Seconded. I think Lola's really challenging Yale's idea of what, like, feminism is. And I think it's good for her. Agreed. Um, Spirit Squad? Lola? Hell yeah, Lola. For for making the right decision for her and not feeling bad about it? Definitely Lola. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Grapevine. I know we don't have any emails, and I'm pretty sure we don't really have any tweets either. I think we got one tweet about from julie harris i can just go into it um asking us if we've seen the christmas setup which is a like new it's like either hallmark or lifetime um i think it's a gay hallmark or lifetime movie and i'm pretty sure lauren collins aka page wrote it or was a part of it in some way i have not seen it i kind of draw the line at like hallmark lifetime movies i'm not really into that type of media but i do not judge people who are uh but i've heard of it so but i think that's the only tweet that we have we have also a tweet that's just um who's it from oh it's from kyle our friend kyle All right um <laughs> friend friend of did we retweet it I'll, i'm gonna retweet it you right should now. retweet it it's i i think yeah it, it's just brand new look chips with a screenshot sorry i have i've Lola. got i've got Holding a chip bag. I've got yeah. a dog going nuts and another dog. <laughs> Weirdly, the older dog, who is very chill, is going nuts. And the younger dog is, fa- is finally falling asleep after literally trying to ruin my life this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to edit all of that out so no one's going to know about it. Um, oh, he's, he's sleeping so cutely now. Now, now that well, the episode's that... ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all the grapevine that we have. So if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at Pod, or you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter... Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at Keller High Water. You can follow me on Twitter at Kel Sucks with a Z at the end. Holland, what do you want to recommend? I feel like I'm going to guess it. Well, I mean, I think we can collectively, as a duo, recommend Bridgerton. Hell yes. Because it is amazing. It's so good. Holland and I spent <laughs> I New know. Year's together just like in my apartment with the puppy, and we watched it, and it was amazing. Uh, have you finished it yet? I have not. I watched a lot of it last night while Puppy was napping in, in my lap. And then I'm probably going to finish it tonight. Perfect. It's so good. It's so good. It is like Regency era Gossip Girl brought to you by Shonda Rhimes. Like, what else do you need? This is everything I've ever needed in my entire life. Seriously. It's so good. 
Um, but I can also recommend. Oh, I'll also recommend. So after I finished Bridgerton, I was very depressed and sad that I had finished it. So then I watched The Great, which is about Catherine the Great. It stars like Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. And it's like a very loosely historically accurate. I think it's brought it's the same guy who did the favorite. So it's kind of that similar type of humor about kind of about Catherine the Great's like slow rise to power in Russia. And it's also a very I also highly recommend. So like once you finish Bridgerton and you're sad about it, I recommend watching The Great. It's a good like thing to watch when you're still kind of missing that type of content. I do. So I'll recommend that as well. I do love Nicholas Holt. So that is something to keep in He's mind. He's great in it. He's yeah. great now. Yeah. I, I mean, I've loved him since Skins, but. Uh, of course. Tony. Tony. <laughs> I also really liked that movie Warm Bodies that he was in. <gasps> That's a great like, movie. I don't know that I've I ever met that movie. anyone else who's seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters with my roommate in college. Oh, my God. And we were, like, into it. <laughs> But yeah, again, I don't know if I know anyone else who's really seen it. <laughs> it It's a very fun movie. I was supposed to see it in theaters as a Valentine's Day date. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I was dating someone at the time who did not enjoy committing to plans. So we ended oh, up driving and he was late and we got Thai food instead. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, not the worst consolation, but. No, but I did want to see Warm Bodies. I loved that movie. I thought it was really cute. Yeah, that was in my college era where the movie theater in my college town, if you signed up for like a new account with on their website, they would give you a free popcorn. So my roommate and I would just like create new email addresses on like Yahoo whenever we would want to go to the movie theater. And then we'd ha- we'd just have free popcorn every time we went. It was great. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that about does it for us um thank you as always to jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye panthers bye panthers